haze rested on the low shores that ran out to sea in vanishing flatness. The air was dark above Graveland, and further back still seemed condensed into a mournful gloom, brooding motionless over the biggest and greatest town on earth. The director of companies was our captain and our host. We four affectionately watched his back as he stood in the bows looking to seaward. On the whole river there was nothing that looked half so nautical. He resembled a pilot, which to a seaman is trustworthiness personified. It was difficult to realize his work was not out there in the luminous estuary, but behind him, within the brooding gloom. Between us there was, as I have already said somewhere, the bond of the sea. Besides holding our hearts together through long periods of separation, it had the effect of making us tolerant of each other's yarns, and even convictions. The lawyer, the best of old fellows, had, because of his many years and many virtues, the only cushion on deck and was lying on the only rug. The accountant had run out already a box of dominoes and was toying architecturally with the bones. Marlowe sat cross-legged right aft, leaning against the mizzenmast. He had sunken cheeks, a yellow complexion, a straight back, an aesthetic aspect, and with his arms dropped the palms of hands outwards, resembled an idol. The director satisfied the anchor, had good hold, made his way aft, and sat down amongst us. We exchanged a few words lazily. Afterwards there was silence on board the yacht. For some reason or other we did not begin that game of dominoes. We felt meditative and fit for nothing but placid staring. The day was ending in a serenity of still and exquisite brilliance. The water shone pacifically, the sky without a speck. was a benign immensity of unsustained light. The very mist on the Essex marshes was like a gauzy and radiant fabric. Hung from the wooded rises inland, and draping the low shores in diaphanous folds, only the gloom to the west, brooding over the upper reaches, became more somber every minute, as if angered by the approach of the sun. And at last, in its curved and imperceptible fall, the sun sank low, and from glowing white changed to a dull red without rays and without heat, as if about to go out suddenly, stricken to death by the touch of that gloom brooding over a crowd of men. Forthwith a change came over the waters, and the serenity became less brilliant but more profound. The old river, in its broad reach, rested unruffled at the decline of day. After ages of good service done to the race that peopled its banks, spread out in the tranquil dignity of a waterway leading to the utmost ends of the earth, we looked at the venerable stream not in the vivid flush of a short day that comes and departs forever but in the august light of abiding memories. And indeed, nothing is easier for a man who has, as the phrase goes, followed the sea with reverence and affection, than to evoke the great spirit of the past upon the lower reaches of the Thames. The tidal current runs to and fro in its unceasing service, crowded with memories of men and ships. It had borne to the rest of home or to the battles of the sea. It had known and served all the men of whom the nation is proud, from Sir Francis Drake to Sir John Franklin. Knights all, titled 
and untitled, The Great Knights Errant of the Sea. It had borne all the ships whose names are like jewels flashing in the night of time, from the Golden Hind, returning with their round flanks full of treasure, to be visited by the Queen's Highness, and thus pass out of the gigantic tale to the Erebus and Terror bound on other conquests, and that never returned. It had known the ships and the men. They had sailed from Deptford, from Greenwich, from Erith, the adventurers and the settlers, king ships, and the ships of men on change, captains, admirals, the dark and trollopers of the eastern trade, and the commissioned generals of the East India fleets, hunters of gold or pursuers of fame. They all had gone out on that stream, bearing the sword and often the torch, messengers of the might within the land.